Anyone wondering how they'll cope with surging mortgage repayments will be watching this morning's parliamentary grilling of the Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe. The embattled central bank boss will be under pressure to provide a please explain for nine consecutive interest rate rises to combat runaway inflation. Bit of a preview now. We're joined by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, good morning to you. What can we expect? Well, uh, good morning, Tom. This is the uh, first of two hearings this week. Uh, Philip Lowe will face a potentially hostile Senate Estimates Committee with some big questions. Does he feel the pain of borrowers hurting badly from those nine rate rises? When will his aggressive rate rising strategy end? Will this push the economy into a recession rather than a slowdown and the big one why not resign now before getting the sack and Mr Lowe says he's not quitting but whether he gets a second term is up to the Treasurer Jim Chalmers who'll decide by around June a lot hangs on the recommendations from a review into the RBA which is out on March the 31st. The RBA is independent from government, but that review could give Mr Chalmers a trigger or an out to dump Mr Lowe. But the reality is that the RBA and Philip Lowe have one key mandate, and that's keeping inflation between the 2 to 3% target band over time. Right now, it's 7.8%. And raising interest rates is the only way of doing it. Certainly in battle, I think it's uh, fair to say. But how fair is all of this criticism, Peter, especially those demands from some that Philip Lowe be sacked? Well, uh, Tom, Mr Lowe and, of course, the RBA, they've all been burned by that comment in late 2020 that interest rates would probably stay at it or near zero until 2024. Of course, the context of the time was the pandemic and potential unemployment of uh, maybe 15 to 20 percent. Mr Lowe apologised uh, last year, acknowledging that some borrowers might have seen that 2024 uh, signal as a promise. A former RBA governor back in the 1990s Bernie Fraser is speaking on RN Breakfast and he says Mr Lowe has lost a lot of skin with that 2024 signal. That was a miscalculation or a misjudgment if you like and Phil has acknowledged that and he's apologised. It wasn't advice so much as the forecasts and have been severely burnt by that and that has damaged credibility and that is a worry because um, independence of the central bank and the credibility of the central bank is absolutely essential. Uh, that's a former Reserve Bank Governor back in the 1990s, Bernie Fraser. I've also been speaking with uh, Professor Tim Harcourt, who's Chief Economist at UTS, who says Philip Lowe deserves a bit of a break about his inflation battle, given the range of global issues way out of his control. All central banks have had this issue where there were low interest rates for a long time. We had a surge of inflation related to global supply issues with the pandemic and also the Russia-Ukraine war and the impact of oil and uh, gas and agricultural prices. So they've all got caught and they've all got caught perhaps not raising rates early enough and then going in a little bit too hard. And if anything, probably Philip Lowe has been more dovish compared to, say, uh, Governor Powell from the Federal Reserve. So the criticism is is pretty tough. Much of the criticism centres on Philip Lowe's comment in October 2020 that the cash rate would remain low or near zero until 2024. That seems to be key to his potential undoing. 
Yeah, I think in some ways he probably went too far in trying to apologise. I mean, I, I don't think Reserve Bank governors need to apologise every month for, for doing their job. And in some ways he was trying to say, I feel your pain, as you know Bill Clinton would have. But really, Reserve Bank governors are, really just have to do their job with interest rates. But will Philip Lowe get a second term as RBA governor? That's really up to the Treasurer. Often uh, governors get a term and a half, such as Ian McFarlane and Bernie Fraser. How unusual would it be for a treasurer or any government that claims to have an independent central bank to make a decision to remove or limit a governor's second term? What the Treasurer's been careful to do is, of course, holding the review into the Reserve Bank's institutional structure and the board. So I think that buys the government a bit of cover if they say that, well, we're going to have a new governor and we're going to have a new structure and a new institution. So I think that buys the Treasurer a bit of a bit of cover uh, if he's deciding not to go ahead with, uh, with the reappointment of Dr Lowe. Professor Tim Harcourt, Chief Economist at UTS there. Peter Ryan is with us in the studio. Peter, so even, it's all speculation, of course, but even if Philip Lowe does get the axe, who'd replace him? Well, uh, there'd have to be some big local and probably uh, global candidates and a, a, and a big search, uh, also including uh, internal candidates at the Reserve Bank like uh, Mr Lowe's current deputy, Michelle Bullock, or as Tim Harcourt mentioned, uh, former deputy uh, Guy DeBell. But if Mr Lowe does walk the plank, the reality is that any replacement, especially if they're from a major central bank, would be doing exactly the same thing, like uh, Jerome Powell from the US Federal Reserve, Christine Lagarde, from the European Central Bank, they've all been raising interest rates uh, to fight inflation. Um, so they're all brutally aware that you're a hero when you're cutting interest rates for bad news reasons like a pandemic or a global financial crisis. But when the time comes to raise them because the economy's doing well and hot, you're the villain and a political football. And we may see a little bit of, uh, of that later on this morning. Well, I guess we'll wait and see. Peter, thank you very much uh, for joining us. It's the ABC's senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. I imagine we'll be uh, absolutely glued to those hearings. Uh, just some breaking news about the Commonwealth Bank, Peter, while we've got you there. Tell us about that. Uh, yes, Tom. Uh, the Commonwealth Bank has just revealed a bumper half-year profit of $5.2 billion. That's up uh, 10%. But loan impairment expenses are up by almost $600 million. As uh, we were mentioning earlier, borrowers feel the pressure from higher interest rates, uh, growing mortgage repayments and also falling real estate values. Uh, Chief Executive Matt Common says households are feeling, quote, significant strain, but he remains confident Australia will remain a recession and he's tipping a soft economic landing. I'll be speaking to Matt Common later on this morning. We'll be hearing that interview on The World today. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you very much, Peter Ryan, joining us there in the studio.